the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Like Bob on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Live. You know, we used to talk about sticker shock. Yeah, well, that was usually with a used car, new car, whatever. Now we have sticker shock with everything. When you go to the grocery store, when you fill up with gas, doesn't make a difference what you buy, where you go. Sticker shock. Uh, go to a restaurant. I mentioned this yeah, yesterday, the day before. If you go out to eat, you'll notice that a lot of restaurants have brand new menus. Well, it's not that they have a whole bunch of new dishes. They had to raise the prices. Yeah. And uh, back to the energy thing. Uh, I've continued to say this, and I am more and more convinced that I'm correct. The rising energy prices are intentional. They are planned. And Putin has nothing to do with it. Well, he might have a little bit to do with it. But it's planned. It is a planned effort to pry the keys to your gas guzzler out of your hand and to replace those keys with an electric vehicle. Now, if you have a lick of common sense, you know that if we did what they want us to do, the electric grid would crash. It's very, very fragile right now. And there's no possible way the electric grid in America could, could handle the addition of the millions of electric cars, electric vehicles that the liberal left wants us to go out and buy. You know, some would say, oh, come on, Bob. That's just one of those wacky conspiracy theories. Um, I don't think so. Well, it is a conspiracy, but it's not a conspiracy theory. You may have seen that President Biden spent some time over the weekend on the beach in Delaware. And just real quickly, do you remember how brutal the press was on Donald Trump's trips to Florida? To what is it? Is it Mar-a-Lago? Is that the name of his place? I don't know. His place in Florida. And the press was brutal. I mean, brutal. He's out of town over another weekend. He's playing golf. Uh, Check this out, if you don't believe me. President Biden has been out of town, out of the office, much more than Donald Trump was at this time in Trump's presidency. Uh, You ever hear anybody in the media talking about it? No. No. 
Anyway, all right, I digress. Uh, he was in Delaware over the weekend at Rehoboth Beach, and uh, that's where he fell off his bicycle and, you know, and uh, he was walking up and down the beach with uh, reporters. And uh, one of the reporters that was walking with him down the beach asked about the high gas prices, the high prices for energy. And here's what he said. I have a quote. This is what the President of the United States said when asked about how gas prices were hurting the American public. He said, and I quote, My dear mother used to have an expression, Out of everything lousy, something good will happen if you look hard enough for it. We have a chance to make a fundamental turn toward renewable energy, electric vehicles, and not just electric vehicles, but across the board, is what he said to reporters. You know what I thought of? Cod liver oil. To my knowledge, from my remembrance, I only had cod liver oil once in my life. And that was more than enough. And I don't even remember what you treated with cod liver oil. But it was a popular treatment way, way, way back when I was a little kid. And I remember my mother saying, this is going to be good for you. And I could smell it. And it was terrible. It was awful. I said, no, I don't want to take that. She says, you need to take this because this is good for you. I don't want to take it. It smells terrible. Robert, my mother never called me Bob. Never. It was always Robert. My dad called me Robert. Most of my family called me Robert. And my mother looked at me straight in the eye and said, Robert, you're going to take this because this is good for you. And she had the spoon, told me to open my mouth. She stuck it in my mouth. I gagged. I don't remember whether I threw up. I don't think I did. But it was horrible. It was awful. But my mother told me, this is good for you. Now, I don't think it was good for me because I don't know of anybody taking cod liver oil today. I never hear about it. Yeah, some kind of fish oils, but you take those in a pill. You don't take it in a spoonful that makes you gag. And this is what I thought of. Here is the President of the United States. No sympathy whatsoever. None. Zero. Zip. Zilch. Nada. Have you heard the... And the... The President is known... For reaching across the lectern and whispering, I care about you. We're in this together. He's known for that. And yet every time he is asked about the high gas prices, high energy prices, inflation, yeah, I know it's bad and, you know, it's going to be hard and it's probably going to get worse. But he comes up with this. Let me quote again what he said to reporters this past weekend. 
My dear mother used to have an expression. Out of everything lousy, something good will happen if you look hard enough for it. We have a chance to make a fundamental turn toward renewable energy, electric vehicles, and not just electric vehicles, but across the board. In other words, this is going to be good for you. So you just need to swallow it. Just open your mouth and swallow it. Take it. Ultimately, this is going to be for your good. Really? Now, again, and I I hate to belabor this point, but it's true. Uh, Solar energy has not proven what it was supposed to be. And we got the windmills. Well, now we're learning that the windmills are destroying the environment. Yeah, they are. And we're also learning that to decommission a windmill is an environmental mess. Not only that, we're beginning to learn that these electric cars have to run on lithium batteries. Takes an enormous amount of energy to produce lithium batteries and many of the much not the batteries much of the lithium that goes into the batteries are being mined by what is very close to slave labor but this is the agenda and you're going to take it or else unless of course there is a dramatic change in the next election. Um, At that, we can only hope and we can only pray. And by the way, speaking of that, we do need to pray beginning now for the next election. Now, the next election is not the answer to America's problems. I keep saying that. I've said that over and over and over again, and I believe it. The ultimate answer is a spiritual revival. But the next election is important. It could be the most important election in American history. And we do need to pray. Follow Bob on Twitter at twitter.com slash Live. I, I, I don't know how these people get into a office position. I, I don't get it. Uh, Sonia Sotomayor, one of the justices on the uh, United States Supreme Court, uh, a few days ago actually defended Clarence Thomas. Yeah, Clarence Thomas is under severe, severe attack. Uh, by the liberal left. And uh, Justice Sotomayor, and by the way, Clarence Thomas is probably the most conservative member of the Supreme Court. Isn't that fascinating? That a black 
American would be the most conservative member of the United States Supreme Court. Sotomayor is one of the most liberal. So, I mean, they are light years apart in ideology, political philosophy, and so forth. But she uh, defended Clarence Thomas, said, I like him. He uh, cares about the court. He, uh, In fact, she said he's probably the only one of the justices that knows every single person that works at the Supreme Court by first name, knows their family members, knows their family history, and genuinely cons- is concerned about everybody who works at the Supreme Court. And so I thought, well, that's pretty cool. She must have some common sense and decency. And I think maybe she does. But for a Supreme Court justice who has the sole task of upholding the Constitution, that's the only thing the Supreme Court justices do. That is their one and only job. Cases come before them, and they determine whether that law or whatever uh, fits into the Constitution or violates the Constitution. That's it. So you would think that all of the Supreme Court justices would probably have the entire Constitution memorized by now. And yet... Justice Sotomayor has shown incredible ignorance, in my opinion. I'm not an expert on anything. I'm not a constitutional attorney. Don't pretend to be one. But I can read. I have a brain. And I try to use it occasionally. So what am I talking about? The decision that was announced, uh, what was it, yesterday or the day before, about the case in Maine and uh, whether the state of Maine could withhold funding that was given to anybody else. Uh, okay, let me, let me back up. The provision in Maine is that if you don't want to send your child to a public school, You can choose a private school, and you can use tax dollars to send your child to a private school, just like a public school. So in other words, the money would follow the child. Uh, An educational choice plan, which is kind of surprising that Maine would have that, but they do. Uh, Similar to legislation that is attempting to be to being passed here in Ohio. And several states have this educational choice legislation. Anyway, so a few years ago, the legislature in Maine changed the law and said, yeah, you can continue uh, to take taxpayer dollars for your child, um, but not if it's a Christian school. Because that would be violation of church and state. Can't, no, 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 no. No tax dollar is going to go to a Christian school. So the Christian schools in Maine said, well, that's discrimination. And so they've been in the courts, and it finally went to the Supreme Court. And this week, the Supreme Court ruled 6-2-3 that that was not a violation 
of the First Amendment. Well, Justice Sotomayor is furious. She is furious. She wrote the dissenting opinion. She was one of the three. And she said that the conservative members of the court are working, and I'm quoting, to dismantle the wall of separation between church and state. Her uh, dissent was described as blistering. She says, this court continues to dismantle the wall of separation between church and state that the framers fought to build. In just a few years, the court has upended constitutional doctrine, shifting from a rule that permits states to decline to fund religious organizations to one that requires states in many circumstances to subsidize religious indoctrination with taxpayer dollars. Well, I'm not a Supreme Court justice. I don't have nearly the education that she does. But I know this. The states are not forced to support religious doctrine. It's just they can't discriminate. In other words, if they give money to this group, they have to give money to other groups. Otherwise, they're discriminating. And what she evidently does not understand which anybody who understands anything about American history, the words separation of church and state are not in the Constitution. Nowhere. Not in the Constitution. Not there. The only place it is found is in one letter from Thomas Jefferson to a bunch of Baptists in Danbury, Connecticut. That's the only place it's ever found. And in that letter... Thomas Jefferson was assuring those Baptists that the Constitution was going to build a wall to keep the government out of the church, not to keep the church out of the government. It's not a two-way wall. And Thomas Jefferson was absolutely clear on that. If a dummy like me can understand that, And a Supreme Court justice can't? What's wrong with this picture? Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com. <laughs> 